The future is now. Finding the NOSO has never been easier. Subscribe to us on our new YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and bookmark the new home for No Holds Barred, The Jenny Position, Wrestling War Zone, and all your favorite NOSO podcasts at NorthSouthConnection.com. It's New Year, New NOSO, NorthSouthConnection.com. Hi, welcome to You Heard About Pluto. My name is Jennifer Smith, and I am here with returning guest, Jeff Machado. How are you doing, Jeff? Superb. How are you today? I am all right. Um, I am, first of all, very sorry about all the brouhaha about trying to get you on the shows, like all the scheduling and recordings. It's always a mess. But anyway, I'm glad we worked it out. And we have decided to watch Survivor (laughs) on Channel 930. Why did we choose this? Well, because uh, it's a seminal show in our lifetimes. I imagine we're roughly around the same age. Children in the 90s. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, kind of jumpstarted the whole me, thing. Yeah, I'm probably older. But uh, but I've always kinda... like loved survivor stories. Like I've always in fiction, I've always like gravitated towards like people that were stranded, or if they're at sea, or they're in the desert. Any kind of like that was one of the reasons I love The Walking Dead so much because largely you know aside from the zombies they had to figure out how to stay alive um and i watched this show like when it first came on um but i never really kind of it never really caught on for me yeah i guess i was always confused by the the gameplay aspect of it Mm -hmm. because whenever i see clips they're always just sitting around They're all talking all the time. and They're just sitting down, looking tired with their arms folded, and they somehow have to figure out a way to not get voted off. So the psychological mm-hmm. warfare really appeals to me, I guess. Does it? See, that's what turns me off about it. I'm like, you know, I don't well, know. Well, if, if it was a really people stranded on an island, that would be mm-hmm. cool. Like the movie Castaway, for example. That right. should have been... A really great movie, except I really hate Tom Hanks. Wait, what? Oh, we never got into this? How do you hate Tom Hanks? Because he's the worst. He is universally beloved. That's part of the reason why it's so frustrating. Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts. They're two people with no talent. (laughs) With no, like, sexual appeal whatsoever. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you the Tom Hanks. And yet people love them, and I don't get it. it. The thing about Tom Hanks, like Julia Roberts, I never understood. Steel Magnolias, Mystic Pizza, I always was like, who is this person? But Tom Hanks in the 80s, like Big and Bachelor Party, those were great movies. And then all of a sudden he made Philadelphia, and he just thought he was this great actor. And he's not. He's just a normal guy. He's a normal, funny-looking guy with curly hair. Right, right. And now his son is a thing. Son is popping up ruin, ruining things. Like he ruined <laughs> season five of Dexter. And he's on this new show about the Godfather getting made. And he's ruining that show. 
the Hanks just ruining uh, Hollywood for you with so, their excellence and drama-free existence. Yeah, I mean, like, take Tom Hanks, two actors of the same generation, Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Hanks more, but Cruise is so much better. Cruise has zero Oscars. Hanks has won two. Now, I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan, so I will not disagree with you there. Um, well, thank he you. Gets- he gets a lot of hate uh, for Scientology. <laughs> um, yeah, off the movie set, he's a total weirdo. Same thing with right. Tom Brady. I love watching Tom Brady throw the football. I wouldn't hang out with him. I would not hang out, hang out with Tom Cruise. But the man jumped over a cliff on a motorcycle. Yeah, he's badass. Like, legit. Legitimately I, 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 did that. I get tired of hearing the Tom Cruise hate, I will say. But I can't movies are delightful. Hints. Night and Day. Uh, no, well, how would you name that one? But okay. <laughs> Well, I, I have a soft spot. <laughs> These are some dated references. He got going. <laughs> Mystic Pizza. Julia Roberts has made fourteen thousand movies since Mystic Pizza. Maybe we should try one of those. Yes, I'm actually Jeff's grandfather. He wasn't available. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was hoping I could pull the wool over your eyes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Would you ever go on a show like Survivor? Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it would be fun. I kind of miss the whole reality, uh, the real world thing. When you could make a tape and send it in and try to get in the real world. That I would do. This, not so much because of the whole, like, you know, living rough aspect. Yeah, I kind of like that part because, you know, I... I feel like I, I'm strong. Like, first of all, I'm an Eagle Scout. Second of all, I'm a mailman. So roughing it outdoors is kind of my thing. But I also feel like I would be the kind of person that would be immediately thrown off these shows. Probably, yes. Which is why Jersey Shore is so great, because no one gets thrown off. You just have to live with them. That That is interesting about that show. Well, sometimes they throw people out, or they just fucking leave. But, but I would definitely be like the Mike of that show. <laughs> Like, from the get-go, everyone would just hate me, and I'd be like, I don't care. You guys are all idiots anyway. You don't get my sense of humor, then I'm just going to make it even worse. And then end up being the ultimate baby face of the group? Yeah. That's yeah. another recent thing we have in common. He got sober and got married, and now has two babies. And now I feel like he, he's turning back to heel because he married the wrong woman. Oh! Yeah. Really? Lawrence is just a monster. It'll come out is soon. She? Oh yeah, you haven't been keeping up, have you? I haven't, man. No. I, I, look, I keep the, up with their Instagram a lot. She told the waiter her shrimp scampi tasted like shit. So? <laughs> she used the word shit. She didn't say uh, it's lacking in this department or that department. She said it tastes like shit. That's a terrible person. Okay. All right. So this guy has a red sock. No, that's not a red sock hat. It's a survivor hat. Syracuse. What's the deal with Jeff Probst? First of all, all right, so I, I haven't seen a lot of Survivor. You haven't really, but you no. said he used to watch it. This is like his whole job. He's just the Survivor host. I think so. I mean, there's been like, 34 seasons, so they're yeah, doing like it kind of year round. Right? Some shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how long this show has been on. I mean, I guess it's a sweet gig. I mean, I'm sure he gets paid well. I've had this argument with my friends. If 
like say you wanted to be famous and then you go through the list of famous people would you want to be the host of survivor and that's how people knew you for the rest of the the end of time that's no. what this guy is me either Mm-mm. i'm sure they're paying him a lot that's all i can never come up with as to why it's yeah the- funny. i don't know I'm sure the money's good, but then he has to like go out in public and be mm. Jeff Probst. Do you think he gets bothered a lot in public? I would imagine so. a lot. I would imagine so. That's the thing about famous people. There are some people who have either done amazing things, like the guy who invented the cell phone, right? You wouldn't know him if you bumped into him at the deli. No. But if I saw Jeff's probes, I'd be like, oh my god, you're the guy who's from the show on the <laughs> island. <laughs> and he'll be like, yeah, that show on the island. <laughs> Big I just want to buy you? some salami. All right, let me <laughs> All right, so I, they're stacking. So what do you, how much of this do you think is actually roughing it and how much is bullshit? That's a good question because I, I think I remember stories about people. So they're supposed to sign like non-disclosure agreements, I guess. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people just spill the beans because they're so pissed off that they had to like do this thing Lost. and not win the million dollars. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you know, we just do we film. And then at, at night, there's like a big spread of, you know, caviar and <laughs> yeah, that's blankets. Bullshit. So I don't I don't know. I mean yard heated blankets. Those are the, that's my perception of uh living wells, caviar and heated blankets. That does sound nice. But they all look good. You know, I feel like if if they really were doing challenges for food and they weren't given water, they'd look a little rough. They look like they've all hit the Peloton. You know what I mean? I would agree, yeah. I mean, they grow out the beards and, like, you know, not really makeup or anything, but... Like, the women are trying with the headbands and mm-hmm. whatever, but... They don't look dirty enough. They don't They don't look gross enough. They def- there's definitely a blow dryer somewhere. <laughs> Next to the buffet of caviar. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show, Survivor Man? No. So it was like on shit, like a TLC or something like that. Um, but that was—I I can't speak on how legit, but it came across as way more legit because he would just literally go be dropped in the middle of kind of like a bear grills, but like not as douchey. Right. Um, <laughs> and he would actually try to teach you things, actual survivor skills. Oh, Survivor um, Man. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember. Which I always thought was interesting. Now, I don't know if any of that shit stuck with me, but maybe in an emergency situation it might come back. The only thing you really have to know is how to start a fire, Mm -hmm. how to make rope, and how to tie knots. Can you do that stuff? No. Well, you're an Eagle Scout, you said. Exactly. I cheated. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I cheated my way through the scouts. Look at you. You 
bragged about it earlier. Now you admit the truth. Well, that's the thing about being an Eagle Scout. They can't ever take it away from you. It's like making the Hall of Fame in something or becoming a grandmaster in chess. Some people play chess when they're young. They achieve the rank of grandmaster and then they stop working hard. They get a job at Target or whatever. And their rating goes way down. And all of a sudden they show up on an online tournament and they're a grandmaster, but their rating is like 500 points lower than the other chess players. Hmm. I guess that's a bad example. The point is, How did I you should be able at, at Eagle Scouts. All right. So the boys a lighter to make fire? Uh, sort of. <laughs> So the, the Scouts is set up like, uh, all right, so basically there are levels you have to achieve. There are ranks, kind of like the Army. It's sort of like set up like the Army for kids, but it's like mm -hmm. wilderness training and yada yada. So the way that you achieve certain levels is by getting merit badges. Like there's a kayaking merit badge, a shooting mm -hmm. merit badge, et cetera, et cetera. And I cheated with merit badges because my scout master was an authorized merit card, merit badge card uh, signer guy. Like he could sign off on you getting the badge. Uh huh. And there was only a couple of these people in the state. And he just happened to be like the dumbest guy in the world. So basically what I would do is I would go off somewhere and like, play basketball and come back and say oh i did all these things mm -hmm. and he would just sign my card <laughs> you didn't have to demonstrate anything just straight up believed you no and so the way that you get your next rank is you have a tribunal <laughs> so you sit in front of all these scout masters and they ask you questions and they never reject you you just have to talk like a normal person mm -hmm. you'd be like oh what was your favorite part of uh, getting the environmental science merit badge? And I'd be like, well, uh, seeing a chipmunk hunt for insects. <laughs> like, oh, that must have been really cool to be in nature with the chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what chipmunks eat. Making it up. <laughs> Wait, the best was that uh, at the end, when you finally make Eagle Scout, they have a Eagle Court of Honor ceremony, which is in a church because the, the Scouts are actually a really terrible religious organization. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to believe in God and mm -hmm. not be gay, which is ironic because like half of them are gay. But So we're in a church and my Scoutmaster is giving a speech, introducing me, commending me on achieving this rank. And my whole family's there and everything. Mm -hmm. And he, his story about me because once a year in the summer, we went to a camp, a Boy Scout camp, and I was the leader of the troop this particular week. And there was an award that the best troop of the week got awarded. It was this, the, the mascot was a elk named Elmo. And it was called the Elmo Troop of the Week. And we never won. This troop from Greenville, Rhode Island, this big troop from this sticks used to always win. We were this <laughs> tiny troop from this like ghetto town. <laughs> and when I finally got to be patrol leader, I was like, you know what? Screw Greenville. We are winning. And I transferred all of my merit badge cheating to all my other kids. <laughs> <laughs> we, like you said, oh, uh, oh you use a lighter to, to 
uh, light a fire. We had basket weaving, for example, and we all showed the scoutmaster the same basket. <laughs> <laughs> Who made the basket? I don't even remember. I think I, I think I might have gotten it from one of the staff members at the. Uh... <laughs> so everyone got an inordinate amount of badges that week. Mm-hmm. And we won the volleyball tournament because one of my friends played for the co- one of the high schools nearby. And they weren't even Boy Scouts. They just showed up and played our volleyball <laughs> tournament. <laughs> so I brought in ringers to win the volleyball tournament. You're terrible. You're a terrible influence on those I know, scouts. right? And this is the story that this guy's telling like years later when I'm finally <laughs> getting awarded Eagle Scout. And he was like, and I'll never forget, he was the best senior patrol leader ever. Wow. Finally got us that award, and there's a big plaque still at the church of that award. Anyway, it's a lie. It's all lies. It's all lies, and I don't even think to this day my parents knew. Like I remember my dad looking at me and being like, "I'm so proud of you for that." Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Should have went to the grave with this story, sir. <laughs> Come on, it's it's such a good story, though. I mean, which if I was on Survivor. Either I'd be great at this game or so bad <laughs> because people would immediately target me and be like, we have oh, to get yeah. Jeff out of here. Yeah. They would they would unite against you. Like <laughs> even if they were like blood enemies, they would be like, We'll put our differences aside to get rid of this fuckhead. This guy thinks he's so great because he can break a coconut. <laughs> they would use me for my coconut breaking skills. You don't have any out. coconut breaking skills. <laughs> you cheated. Oh, I would bring in someone match. who did. No, you won't. I would bring in a ringer to to like swim on shore and break the coconuts for us. <laughs> yeah, you'd be terrible at this game. Or you would be a boss. Maybe you would turn everybody against somebody else and do deflection and blame them, accuse them of cheating on their eagles. Yes. That is why I was drawn to the show. Because the first season, there was a guy from Rhode Island who I think actually won. And he was so devious. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he like a... I want to say... He was a real big asshole named Richard. Is that Richard, right? Richard, yes. Okay. He was a <laughs> chubby... nowhere. He was a chubby older gay man named Richard. Yes. Yes, he was an absolute douche from Rhode Island. From Rhode Island who uh, somehow won. Now... I would assume that their million dollars would be taxed. So, like, how much of that million are you getting, really? I've always wondered that about these shows. Because think, because uh, they're there's a big time investment. Like, they're there for a while, right? Mm, well, depending. But, yeah, like, the winner is. Like, Wheel of Fortune, you're already on vacation. You're, like, going to Disneyland. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we're going to pop in and do Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they win 12000 or whatever, and they seem super happy about it. But how much can a million dollars, like, all right, you won a million dollars. I bet they tax the shit out of it. They have to, right? 40% maybe. Something like that. But, I mean, that's still a big winnings. You know, not bad. Which brings um, me to another question about a show like this. How many people are just regular old Joes from Rhode Island who want to try to win a million dollars? And how many are like actors who just want to get on TV? Mm, that's a good point as well. 
Because actors are really good at acting. Some, not Tom Hanks, but I mean, others are. Let's think about Tom Hanks. If Tom <laughs> Hanks, say nobody ever knew who Tom Hanks was. This is where I'm fair. I'm nothing if not fair. <laughs> Sure. If he went on, if he was like doing a dinner theater or a Broadway show, or if he went on Survivor and he was a ringer and he was like, I'm just, I'm going to pretend to be a guy named Jim, try to win the show. You would probably, he'd be, probably be convincing. The reason I hate Tom Hanks is because after Forrest Gump, he just started thinking that he was like this. Did you see the Da Vinci Code? Da Vinci Code was a really good book. He ruined it. Yeah, that was not his best. He's say. like, I I am the guy from Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have long hair, and I am definitely this character. Like he's he's completely lost it. Well, a lot of times, you know, they'll put the wrong actors in those big book roles because the the Da Vinci Code was a huge hit, like book form. So you gotta have somebody equally famous, really, in that starring role and i think he was just miscast well look at uh anthony hopkins anthony hopkins totally famous oscar-winning actor he did he pulled off hannibal lecter well, and he, he he pulled off like thor's dad <laughs> totally fine mm-hmm. anthony I, hopkins I, not as rich well as tom hanks <laughs> Would you put Tom Hanks in a Marvel movie? <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been in it yet. Like, kind of surprised too. They got Kate Blanchett to do they a Marvel did. movie. They did. And she was fantastic. Amazing. Oh, so what about your mailman skills would come in handy on Survivor? Uh, well, I know how to dress for the elements. I mean, it's, <laughs> I feel like this is a, they're always shorts, in a place that where yeah. it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly enough, I don't wear shorts very often. Really? Yeah, when it's hot, I wear like a long sleeve white shirt and pants. Because the sun beating down on your skin is what really makes it uncomfortable. Mm. Like, look at this guy with the mustache, and he's got gel in his hair. Yeah, he does have gel in his hair. And all these people are good looking, too, which is sus. But okay, so I told you I had a mailman story. Um, oh yes. So I for Valentine's Day I was late in picking up a card for my mom, so I didn't get to mail it until uh Valentine's Day itself on that Tuesday. So I had a little extra box of um just like a little one dollar box of candy that I picked up at the dollar store or whatever. It was extra, so I was like, I like where this I, is going. I like this. I, I need to send this. And I was sure that I had some stamps on the refrigerator. Turns out I did not have any stamps on the refrigerator because <laughs> I, I can buy a book of stamps and they will disappear. Like, I don't understand what happens to my stamps. And then every time I'm scrambling for a stamp. So then I'm like, because back in the old days when I used to send mail, uh, Back in the could, old days. Yes, you could put money in the mailbox and they will, you know, put a stamp on it for you. So I had to Google it to make sure that was still a thing. And <laughs> like, yes, I can still buy a 63 cent stamp from my mail lady. My God. Um, okay, I don't have any change. I have a $1 bill. So I'm like, okay, well, I just, I was like, well, 
and I feel bad every time I have to buy a stamp from the mail person. And I don't know why that is. I mean, I figure it's probably very common, but I don't know. Is that very common? I've literally never sold anyone a stamp. Oh, shit. Okay. So in maybe 17 years, one. 17 years in the job, I have never accepted money from anyone. Okay. Well, I mean, I maybe grew it's up a in the country. Thing. I was going to say, I grew up in the country, like, <laughs> and you could just put some money in there and the mail lady would do it for you. So anyway, I wrote, I thought, just in case that's not a thing, uh, I'm going to write happy valentine's day on this little box of chocolates and stick it in the mail with my little card for my mama and my one dollar bill and say please put a stamp on this for me and happy valentine's day and it worked but the next day i was like i wonder if she picked that up and i looked in there and she had even written me a little thank you card and and it was like hope you had a great valentine's day and had a little heart on it so i hope that she got more because i know that you do get so i actually did look up can you gift a, a male person a gift and then it's it said yes so i was like i don't even know if she could even eat this but it was sealed <laughs> um so she might have had to throw it out i don't even know but i think you've said you've gotten gifts before yes there is a custom which i wish more people knew of because you know like a lot of people get christmas bonuses yeah or holiday bonuses for whatever you celebrate Mm-hmm. Uh, but people give us gifts at Christmas or during the holidays. We call them yoo-hoos because we're not supposed to take them, but we all take them. <laughs> like I have very and they can generous. Give you like customers. money or like things is what I saw. Money like... or a gift card usually, or right. or wine or booze. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but sometimes I've gotten the occasional like Fourth of July gift, Valentine's Day thing. We really, it really brightens our day. You know, I figured it would, and I appreciated her. So it might be a more regular thing, um, even though a lot of times I get other people's mail that's not mine. But that. but you do bring up a problem with the post office because we're. We, we didn't know that the internet would be successful. <laughs> right. So we never planned anything. We just were like, yeah, people are emailing, but they still need us. So it was like 2004 when Google took off. We went $5 billion mm-hmm. less revenue from 04 to 05. Wow. So when I started working there, I'm like, you guys are so stupid. Like, we have all these trucks. We have all this stuff. Like, at USPS.com should be one of the most popular email addresses. I should have a stamp printing device where I can sell people mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. on the road. Like, what's the matter with you people? But not only do we not have that, we don't ever really talk to the clerks. So, like, when I go into work, I work, I receive mail from a certain place and I load my truck. And there's a separate window where people actually buy stamps and such. Mm-hmm. And we don't really talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to get you a stamp, I could. I would basically just buy my own stamps and carry them with me and then stamp your letter for you out of the kindness of my heart. Oh, well, I wonder if that's what they do. I don't know. That's I just probably... assumed she had like a role like in in the thing. And I don't know. She, she gave me change just back has her own. Yeah, she probably just has her own stamps and hooked you up. Mm-hmm. Well... It's very nice. 
Can I suggest, though, because you mentioned losing your stamps. Mm-hmm. And now that I live on my own, out of the clutter of my childhood parents' house, <laughs> I've learned to be very organized. So when it comes to my stamps, I have a literal tiny mailbox, which I keep like on my one of my bureaus. Mm-hmm. And it has like all the extra credit cards I'm not using in a roll of stamps. That's smart. So you need to get one of those. I need to get a tiny mailbox. Do you yeah, think cause... the mail lady could sell me a tiny mailbox <laughs> for my stamps? No, but I'll I'll send you one because I know where okay. all the cool I know where all the cool mailman trinkets are. And who knows when I will ever need to send another letter and need a stamp. Um, so make sure you get the forever ones. Yeah, I have the forever ones. I actually have a roll, which will probably last me forever. So I could just send mm-hmm. you half of mine. <laughs> I'll send you half of my stamps in a tiny mailbox. There you go. That's that way I mean. you'll be compelled not to lose them because it's kind of like a gift as well. I think that it will also encourage me to send more just cards. And gen- I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say I'm going to write letters. But, you know, dropping a card in the mail would be much easier if I didn't have to worry about where the hell I'm going to find a stamp. Greeting cards have really made it so that people think they're sending a letter when they send a card mm-hmm. but it's hard to write on those things i ch- i'm giving you a challenge since okay. we're watching survivor oh boy okay get yourself one of those you probably have envelopes in the house here it's a domesticated house i imagine Slightly. get a piece of paper pick somebody that you like or don't like <laughs> write an actual letter dear whoever like a two or three page body of a letter like in your handwritten style Mm-hmm. and send it. You will feel so good. And then they're going to get it, and they're going to go, what's this? And they're going to go, oh my god! Jenny sent me a letter. How cute is that? You really think so? Yes. Okay. I'm telling you. I'll try it out. Do you write a lot of letters? I have been lately, actually. Just I wrote a lot of... <laughs> I wrote a lot of people letters. people you hate. <laughs> <laughs> Working on some hate mail, are you? You thought blocking me on Facebook would work, <laughs> didn't you? Well, guess what? Your address Dear is Tom public Hanks. <laughs> oh my God, I'm totally going to start writing Tom Hanks letters. <laughs> the only hate mail that Tom Hanks has ever gotten from you. That is genius. You write the most likable person in the world hate mail. They're, he's bound to read it. <laughs> he's going to be so like flabbergasted. Like, who is this guy? He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be very flabbergasted. I will say, I think we all will be. <laughs> Did he not cry when I lost the volleyball? <laughs> Everyone cried during that scene. No, I didn't. What else he got to do for this? I mean, he's done it all. <laughs> I mean, the Polar Express is terrifying, but that's not really his fault. I was gonna mention, I was gonna mention that one too. Oh, oh I'm the guy from the Polar <laughs> Express. I what understand about? children. <laughs> This is what children think people sound like. <laughs> what about Toy Story? <sighs> Toy you don't Story like was Woody? No, no. No one would want to play with that guy. What? Are you insane? There's like a whole beautiful trilogy of this one child who had this relationship with this toy. My only the only part of Toy Story I liked, I forget which one it was, but it was when they were on the conveyor belt and they all thought they were going to die. 
that was compelling. Wow. They're like, they're like, well, we're all about to be incinerated. I guess all we can do is uh, hold hands. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just have a lot of problems with the the Toy Story uh, metaverse. For its positivity and it's not positive though. Well, for not? for for centuries, however long there were toys, we just let all these toys get broken and thrown away, and just all of a sudden, for this one kid, this one white kid, by the way, very racist. <laughs> Didn't see a lot of black toys in that movie. We're just gonna we're just gonna wake up and talk and blah blah blah. It doesn't make any sense. It, they it's show a, you a whole row of Buzz Lightyears. How is there only one of them who has a conscience? You never imagined that your toys came alive when you weren't around? Actually, no. Hmm. No, I didn't. I feel like that's a common thing. Maybe not. I imagine that animals had like... Uh, higher intelligence than we thought like snakes oh oh god no i was obsessed with snakes as a kid so i always figured like some maybe if a snake was looking at me it was actually like some kind of demon <laughs> that's the catholic and yeah probably <laughs> yeah but snakes aren't demons i mean that that is actual fact uh, i know what we're watching next <laughs> what we're watching survivor <laughs> Snakes in the City. No. Have you heard of this show? I think somebody has told me about it. I'm not sure if it's on Pluto, but I think it uh, was you. It probably was I me. Remember. That's my whole that's my whole agenda. I'm pretty sure it was get people to talk about snakes and watch this show. Yeah, I don't want to watch snakes. Hard pass. But that's the genius of it. It's a guy who goes around rescuing snakes because in South Africa and the the summer it gets so hot the snakes crawl out of the jungle and they hole up in people's houses but this yeah, guy loves horrifying. snakes so it's horrifying so he goes and he, he rescues the snake and so they don't kill them and he makes you understand the snakes more i don't want to understand them <laughs> i'm they're all just set. they're just little creatures they're did someone get terrifying. voted off in the middle of the show or was that like a pre was that like a i think it was like a like a flash forward or some shit. Like coming up next coming on. Up or some shit. I don't know. It's still in the middle of the episode. I was very confused there because I was like, surely it hasn't been an hour yet. Yeah, I was like, how can they be voting, voting people off? I don't even know who I want off yet. Why don't these women have any mustaches or facial hair? <laughs> yeah, I made the puzzle fastest. <laughs> that they, puzzle they, thing was ugh. I was. They're just making a puzzle. It's yeah. Shouldn't they be like climbing on a bridge across a bunch of? Snakes? Well, they were stacking blocks earlier. I was gonna make fun of that, but we were jabbering about something else. But all they do was like trying to build a tower. Is there? We're playing Jenga on this deserted island to see yeah, who's voted off. It's not really hard. I don't want to say hard, like you know, <laughs> hard. Difficult. Mm -hmm. No, not difficult. Hard, like uh, gangster. Oh, okay. There should be it's some not gangster kind of, enough for that island. 
Yeah, it should be like some kind of threat of injury or death. Mm-hmm. Making there should be cannibals on this island that are trying to hunt them. I feel like that would add a yes. whole cool dimension to this. Absolutely. Cannibalism is also fascinating to me. Also same. Because like what percentage of people do you think are cannibals? I think pretty low. It's probably really low, right? Unless you're in a, you know. Are you curious as to what human human flesh tastes like? Because I kind of am. Yeah, of course I am. I've read enough survivor stories and like, you know, forced cannibalism stories to to question whether I would do that or not. You've read enough forced cannibalism stories? Yeah, like... I've only heard the one. Which one's that? The uh, the plane crash, the rugby guys. The yeah, and the Andes. That's, that's one of the big ones, um, and that story is fascinating. And some of those people refused to eat because they were mostly all related to each other. Um, so but it was too frozen. They, they didn't say it tasted like anything. Right. I'm I'm like curious, like Hannibal Lecter, like killing someone and filleting. Like truly, like making a meal out of them, not out of like, like yeah, like seasoning it and mm. frying it or baking it. What does it taste like? I, I mean, guess they say chicken. I would assume. I would assume more of a gamey type thing. Somewhere between chicken and beef. Something like mm. that. Like a turkey or something. My dog just popped her head up. She's interested she's in like, cannibalism. You guys are, uh, she's like, if you were smaller than me, I'd totally eat you. <laughs> Dogs definitely would. Yeah, at all. Uh, I've always wondered that about animals. Like, you know how cats torture mice? <laughs> so, say you shrunk yourself to the size of a mouse, <laughs> and the cat comes up to you, would it know that it's you? And be like, why are you so small? Or would it just kill you like a mouse? <laughs> It would be very confused, probably. And yeah, I think it's, it you still smell me. the same. Yeah, but they probably kill you. Yeah, she'd be like, "I don't trust this." No, <laughs> she would torture me for a while. It's like, well, you're not getting me food anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What's your use? That guy eating a coconut. Allegedly, I heard it was caviar, but. And you know what else annoyed me about Castaway, aside from Tom Hanks? What? So they they show him on the island, and he learns how to gather wood and start a fire. And they fast forward four years, and he spares a fish. But he doesn't just spare the fish holding the spare. He throws the spare from like 30 yards away. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty badass shot. You're not going to learn to do that in four years. I'm sorry. I, I think you would. I mean, if that's the only thing you have to eat, like, you have to learn that. It's not the only... Don't. You could... I think it would be easier to make a net. Catch some fish, make a net. Or you probably eat a lot of grubs, Gr- crabs, <laughs> things like that. Hmm. You could say, Jeff, I'll give you a million dollars tax-free. If you can kill a fish by throwing a spare, I'll give you give me ten years. I won't be able to do it. I think you probably would. 
Well, I appreciate the uh, the vote of confidence. Well, you have all those Eagle Scout skills, so I don't doubt it. You, you got know, the part badges. of the reason I cheated so much in Scouts is because I was so frustrated at not being able to attain the skills that I was there to learn. Well, did you try? Yeah, like shooting, for example. There were kids who were like, pop, 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 hitting the center of the target every time. I was never hitting the target. I don't know where the bullet was going. <laughs> what were you shooting? Baby guns? It was like a twenty-two caliber rifle. Hmm. And there were shotguns. So nobody Shotgun. taught you how to aim? I thought I was aiming. Hmm. There was like other things too. I was I never became a good swimmer. Uh, I was never really particularly good at rowing. Well, your elders didn't seem like they were good teachers. Um, so that's probably one of the things. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think it was for me. I think I just like, you know what? We invented cars <laughs> and motorboats and such. <laughs> we don't need these skills anymore. I'm just going to roll with the technology thing. And... Well, I mean, it is easier. Much easier. But, you know, when the apocalypse comes, we're going to be the first wave of, you know, victims. No is that skills. The... Is that the lure? Because like I'm not a fan of The Walking Dead. Mm. Is the lure of the show believing that the apocalypse is actually coming? Or is it just in a vacuum you can watch these characters? I think that most... Well, uh, I'm weird, but I think it's that possibility that like something we could be attacked or something could mutate or it just seems believable at this point you know that's something like that and then you know covid (laughs) proves that something like that could for sure happen well that's what i was going to bring it up because my mother you know there was a when ebola and mad cow happened like 20 years ago my mother was just like so anxious about it like so worried about a global pandemic wiping out the human race and i'd be like mom we have like the best medicine in history right now it's only getting better every day we have all this technology a virus is not going to wipe out the population and people are afraid of aliens if aliens had the technology to come to earth it stands to reason that they're probably going to be benevolent creatures and they're not going to want to kill us. They're probably going to want to teach us about how to travel on light speed. And COVID, as terrible as it was, it didn't wipe out the population. We're not, like, axing each other in the head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I guess I'm more more, uh, hopeful. Like, I don't think... Take nuclear warfare, for example. Ford... Mm-hmm. 60, 80, 80 years ago? No more nukes. We all have them. Well, there's assured destruction now, so... Yeah. I think... I don't know. The walk People... I don't watch The Walking Dead because I get nightmares seeing monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but people fair. who are afraid of an actual apocalypse... 
I kind of want to be like, no, it's more likely that you're going to suffer and toil on the earth for another good 50, 80 years, however old you are. And we're all just going to get progressively dumber. Mm -hmm. Maybe the American government will fall and that'll kind of suck. But Yeah, I mean, we have all that to look forward to. (laughs) Yeah. So, are you a Republican? You live in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I do live in Florida, but no, I am not. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, all all these things that have happened in the past few years, and I was reading, like, 107 million people voted last, in November. Mm -hmm. And the Democrats lost the House by, like, 160,000 votes. (laughs) Spread all spread out over like whatever it was 40 districts i'm like oh so many more people like people <laughs> and yet all these people who hate people are running the world it doesn't make any sense it's because all the people who like people are just smoking weed and watching survivor right <laughs> we're apathetic you know we're exactly we're just we're tired we're really worn out about worrying about everything. So worn out about worrying. That's yep. a good book title. It is. I'm gonna write that book. Never. <laughs> I'll help you. It'll be the worst written book ever. Well that's you're the idea person. I'm the grammar person. Okay, that works. Okay, they're about to vote somebody off, I guess. And Probst is always wearing a blue denim shirt. He always looks exactly the same, yes. But it's a different blue denim shirt. You know what the thing about this show is? Every show has a thing. And this is where I should be in TV because I notice things that most people don't. Like, what's the best part about Jersey Shore, for example? Um, The hot guys. The hot guys are great. I mean, obviously the cast was lightning in a bottle, but the show is the production. It is the all the cutscenes with the music and the way that they like will take something dumb they say and then mm-hmm. like freeze frame it and have it play over what they just said. The manipulation of the audience. Yeah, the, the editing and the, the producer of that show are just incredible. This show is like the set design. Like somebody had to actually make all those puzzles mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they mm-hmm. had to actually set all this stuff up they have all these cameras and all these people mm-hmm. they got props all of his blue shirts like even if it is real it's set up to look kind of fake yeah yeah like those are the real stars mm-hmm. we don't agree. get any recognition and I bet they all hate props <laughs> yeah you hate him <laughs> they'd probably be like Someone like their family members, they'll start dating someone and they'll go, Oh, what do you do? And they're like, Oh, I'm the producer of Survivor. Like, Oh my God, have you met Jeff Probst? (laughs) And they're probably like, I made Jeff Probst. (laughs) That guy's a dick. (laughs) He's an asshole. I dress him, I tell him what to say. He doesn't do shit. He sleeps 14 hours a day. You think Probst is produced? (laughs) That's, That's a take. His dimples are fake. 
He had cosmetic surgery. I put those dimples in every day. Oh my god. Dimplegate. Dimplegate. I like it. So who got kicked off? Is it between Michaela? This is cool. I didn't realize that they could go around talking before the vote. Mm-hmm. I bet Probes bets on the outcome of this and makes money. Now, see, that is something I would get into. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, living in Rhode Island, the betting app I have, you can bet on the outcome of a game, but you can't bet on an award, like an MVP award. Mm -hmm. So they, they don't let you bet on anything decided by a person. So I probably could never bet on the outcome of Survivor because it's being voted on. They figure this too. Like I can't bet on the Oscars, for example. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. I never do that. I guess. Or is that just a Rhode Island thing, or just? It's in just general? in Rhode Island. If I was in oh. Vegas, I could bet on anything. Like I can't bet oh. on who the next president of the United States is going to be. Hmm. God. People do that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess don't people look up. Don't bet look up about a lot right of shit that I don't realize. What's the stupidest thing that you bet on? Um, I bet on a ping pong game. <laughs> now, this was not available through the Rhode Island Sportsbook. The guy <laughs> at work has a bookie. Oh, and wow. late at late at night on YouTube, there's a giant hall in Russia. <laughs> what? What kind of dark? Black magic market stuff you talking about. Exactly. It's black market Russian ping pong. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So none of these people are famous. They don't have world rankings. They just show up and they play ping pong and you bet on which one wins. It's fascinating. How, how much can you bet on that? Uh, any amount. I bet $50 on the guy who was... <laughs> On the guy who was favored, and he won, so I won thirty dollars, hmm. which is why people don't use bookies anymore. <laughs> I was gonna say that seems unfair. Uh, if you use an actual casino, it's more closer to fifty-fifty. They'll they'll take like five bucks or something. Hmm. Okay, well, this is racism. Little... They're voting out the only <laughs> Asian guy <laughs> and girl. Who's the uh, bearded guy? I don't know any of their names. Well, is he the I'm one that looks like CM Punk? <laughs> there is one dude that looks like Punk. CM Punk. He was one of my first uh, Jeff Lawrence wrestling exposures. What do you think? I was like, I was kind of confused, actually, because he seemed small. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like flying around, sitting on the guy who was fighting his head. Who was was it? Brock Lesnar? He fought or somebody? Somebody big? Probably. I, the, I cr the crowd loved him. I'm like this guy. First of all, CM Punk. What does that even mean? What's is CM his initials? I think so. And he's wearing like hot pants. Mm -hmm. With the Pepsi tattoo. Yeah, I felt like there should be a backstory, which is part of the problem with 
the Jeff Horns Wrestling Podcast is Justin didn't really set up the middle part. He basically should have just gone guy by guy. Like here's this this guy's debut. Oh my god. I don't know. That would have taken forever. We'll get back to it though. Sure. Because you're you're into wrestling too, right? I am, yes. Did you ever watch or listen to the Jeff Lawrence wrestling? I did. I just don't recall the CM Punk episode, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, hopefully Plus it we was can probably revive like 10 it. years ago, but it it does like exactly. There was a point where I thought we were doing a lot of shows and we only did like five shows in a year. I'm like, how do people do this? Like once a week, every day, Multiple times crazy. a week. Yeah, I don't have time to be watching all this wrestling. Yeah, we're fucking crazy obsessed. You know the problem is, is he has uh, young children. Once they get older, I think we'll uh, we'll get back to my education. Well, I mean, yeah, probably. But then you'll probably have little kids by then. So, wait, what is this commercial? Are you watching this? Um, I have just, uh, something different. What do you got? This is a pubic hair commercial. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like shaving it or just having it? Yeah, the last thing on screen was Venus. Yes. So okay, maybe so it's, uh... That. Yeah. <laughs> it just... But it had cartoon pubic hairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In little spirals. That's interesting, um, choice there for an ad but venus has had some weird ads in the past but it's all about again, nice wholesome downy <laughs> fabric softener commercial i am stuck in the pluto wormhole so it's just the pluto tv we will be right back bumper thing ah cruises am i right When's your next cruise? Oh, you didn't get the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been on a cruise? Yeah, just once. Yeah. So, uh, when I was uh, a young lad, a girl asked me to go on a cruise with her, and I said no because I was too shy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, it's fine. I'll have plenty of opportunities to go on cruises. Never went on a cruise. And I met my ex. And her and her family went on a cruise like every year. Oh, wow. And she brought her boyfriends and their hmm. her family friend would go. And I'm like, oh, bonus. I'm going to go on so many cruises. Never happened. Never did. Why? You we, didn't want to? No, I wanted to. It just never came around. And they one year we went to the Azores, which was fine, but it wasn't a cruise. <laughs> and then... When we got engaged, we booked a cruise for the wedding, and then COVID happened. Oh, shit. So the joke with me saying cruises, am I right, is that I'll never actually go on a cruise, even though it would literally be the, the perfect vacation for me. You should do, You should still go. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Like, who am I going to go with? Get a I, go on a, I don't have friends. <laughs> you want to go on a what? cruise with me? <laughs> what about a singles cruise? A singles cruise. Hmm. 
Can I bring my dogs? I think. I, I think some of the boats do, but I'm not for sure. I can bring my dogs. Maybe I think about it. Survivor, who got voted off? I don't know. I'm st I'm stuck in uh, this. I don't know. I got bumped off or something happened, but it's not showing me the show anymore, which is weird because this sort of happened last time. Uh, I think it was, was Michaela. I think it was Michaela. Yeah. Which I never got into the end of a Survivor, so if you're <laughs> right? voting people, if you're voting people off, when it gets to two, how does someone win? I don't know. Because <laughs> they're just, they're just going to vote what for if, the other person, right? Yeah. What if probes? No, I think it's down to three usually at the end. So okay, that's so, how they choose. Okay, but what if it's one, one, and one? <laughs> a votes for B, B votes for C, C votes for A. I don't, maybe you can't vote for yourself? Oh, that's a great question. I never thought of that before. Is it like America votes? I don't. Maybe let's see. Now I have to Google it. It's got to be something like America votes. Are you uh, old enough to remember MTV VJs? I am. That was okay. where it's at. So it says when only nine players are left, the contestants who are subsequent subsequently voted off began to form the jury consisting of seven members Ooh. observing each tribal that's right observing each tribal counselor council and ultimately determining the winner by voting during the last show to eliminate one of the two final contestants so some of the players come back to choose the winner so you gotta kind of mean you gotta vote people off nicely yeah, to have, I guess, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. A little bit of strategy comes into play even at the, even if you're off the island. Because I'm bitter. If you voted me off and I'm on the jury, yeah, I am not yeah. voting for you. I guess that's what makes it interesting, you know? That's how they get you. You really have to yeah. see the whole arc of the, mm -hmm. of the tribunals. Well, I'm glad we picked this, I will say. I was kind of dubious at first but i don't know i i would say that i think that the island needs more dangerous elements like they kept showing you like snakes and all kinds of shit but like I yeah, it needs a little bit more a little bit a little more bit fear more. factor yes that's a little bit more jersey exactly. shore <laughs> right it's kind of like double dare in the sand yeah, it's a little, yeah. You're just kind of sitting around like, I don't know if I jump for this <laughs> It's like Big Brother on Nickelodeon. Basically. That's what it is. Alrighty, well, I know you don't have any podcasts to speak of and talk about. Uh, Stay tuned, though. Like yeah. I said, uh, I'm, I'm getting started. I'm going to get a new some new things. I want someone to teach me how to stream. So we I can, can do, do like that. a live stream type of thing, and it's not hard. You can do it. Stay tuned. I, I let I like to leave people waiting for years and years, and then yes, I mean you're good at that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Yeah, 
as for me, uh, every Wednesday is uh, where you find my shows here on the North-South Connection. Uh, this show and then a new wrestling show called GC Dub, a game-changing podcast. And then very soon I will have a new documentary show, documentary review show um, coming up soon. That records. And... Um, uh, you can find me on a couple of episodes of No Holds Barred. I've been doing some of their draft episodes. We just did um, Best Couples in WWE, so that was fun. And I definitely won that draft. And Savage and uh, Miss Elizabeth? Uh, well, you'll have to listen, because okay. I don't want to give it away. Um, and then um, <laughs> on the Place to Be Nation feed uh, a couple of my shows have dropped recently talking wcw where we did an episode on ricky steamboat and then uh, ptb nxt just did a new episode as well so that's basically kind of quarterly shows <laughs> ended up being but uh those are new and they have a whole back catalog for all of that stuff if you've never listened to any of that it's very good and you can find me on Twitter at Jenny Position. And thank you again, Jeff, for getting on this Pluto and surviving the night. Very nicely done. Thanks. Thanks for having me as always. I had a great time. All right. We'll see you next time.
survive, keep on surviving.